what is happening? This is your man L. Jamal coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. This is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts. Today, we're going to keep it simple. We're going to keep it a little bit on the light side. I normally bombard you guys with a lot of information about this, that, and the other. But today, we're going to keep it, like I said, simple. All right, so today we're just going to be talking some basketball, college basketball, NBA basketball. Of course, we have a new top 25 for the college uh, the college scene uh, every week, of course, new top 25. Uh, so we have a new one to go over here, one new entrant in the top 25 to talk about there. We're going to be talking about who's risen, who's fallen in the rankings, who's remained the same. We'll also go over some of the recent top 25 scores from last night to be exact. And on the NBA side, no pressing news really to go over so it's uh simply you know how we do at least once or twice a week we go through the standings and of course uh, we go over the scores there as well so nothing nothing too drastic today like i said we're gonna keep it simple so let's just go ahead and get right into it with some college basketball of course we have a new top 25 uh and the new week like i said before we do have a new team on the scene and at the number 20 25 spot excuse me we have colorado now colorado is currently 12 and 3 their last game was a loss however 76 to 68 versus oregon state this was right before the rankings came out so there is some well there's some question as to why you know why they were allowed into the rankings but uh for the most part i, I will say is because for one they're 12 and 3 and they are 2 and 1 versus the top 25 they have a really crucial win against number nine oregon earlier last week 74 to 65 at home and they also have a win against numbers uh 15 dayton at number 15 dayton 78 to 76 however they do have a loss to number three kansas seems to be that a lot of top 25 teams have not beaten kansas so look you know, you can't really blame them for that. Uh, they lost at Kansas at number three, Kansas, 58 to 72. Now, the junior point guard, McKinley Wright, was a Pac-12 player of the week last week, of course. Uh, 21 points in the final four minutes. Uh, he also added eight re uh, eight assists and five rebounds. Uh, and that was against Oregon, uh, that upset win versus Oregon. And he also had 14 points, 10 assists, and seven rebounds versus Oregon State the last game of the week. He's also fifth in uh, school history in career points with 413. This year, he is a leading scorer uh, for the Buffaloes with 13.4 points a game. He's shooting at 44%. And as a team, uh, Colorado plays pretty uh, pretty decent defensively. They only allow 61.9 points a game, which is about average. And they are 28th in defensive rating uh, at 87.7, holding their opponents uh, to just slightly above 40% from the field. 40.3% of their opponents field goal percentage. So they're a pretty decent team defensively. They already got some key quality wins this year. The question is, can Colorado win a Pac-12 title? I have not seen them do it yet. They had some good coaches come through there, but I have not seen them win a Pac-12 title yet. They have not done so in football either. So we'll have to wait and see. At number 24, we have Arizona. They are 11 and three. At number 23, we have Wichita State, 13 and one. At number 22, we have Texas Tech, who's recently dropped to 10 and four. Uh, they have they had that loss there at Baylor, I uh, believe it was a couple days ago. I think it was Tuesday to be exact. At number four, Baylor, 57 to 52 was the final score there. Moving on to number 21, we got Memphis at 12 and 2. <laughs> 
At number 20, we have Penn State at 12 and 3. Their last game was a loss as well at Rutgers, 70, uh, sorry, 61 to 72. At number 19, we have Michigan, who was 10 and 4. At number 18, we have uh, eight. Uh, sorry, at number 18, we have Virginia, who was at 11 and 3. They recently took a loss as well. Uh, seems to be a pattern here. Uh, some of these teams are taking some crucial losses on the road. For Virginia, they took a loss uh, 53 to 60 at Boston College. I'm kind of not surprised because they do not score a lot of points. So if you're able to get into the 60-65 range on Virginia, you probably won that game. They're not gonna, they're not gonna keep up the pace with you. They just don't have the shooters to do that. Uh, number 17, we have West Virginia, who is 12 and two. At number 16, uh, sorry, at number 17, we have West Virginia. At number 16, we have Villanova. Uh, they dropped since last week. 10 and three is their current record. Uh, their last game ever was a win. Uh, at Creighton, excuse me, 64 to 59. Uh, at number 15, we have Dayton here at 13 and 2. At number 14, we have Kentucky at 11 and 3. The last game was a win at Georgia, 78 to 69. They've currently won three games in a row. At number 13, we have Louisville. Uh, they are 12 and 3. Uh, they are coming off a win, 74 to 58 versus Miami. And at number 12, we have Maryland. Uh, they are coming off three wins in a row. They are 13 and 2, and include uh, one of those most recent wins uh, was a win against uh, number, I believe they are number 11, Ohio State, 50, uh, sorry, 67 to uh, 55 versus Ohio State. Uh, and that leaves me, of course, like I said, at Ohio State, uh, they are number 11, they are 11 and four. At number 10, we have Florida State. Actually, they are 14 and two. They recently are coming off a win last night. Uh, I believe, well, we'll get to the scores in just a second, but they did win, they did win last night. Uh, at number nine, we have Oregon at 12 and three. At number eight, we have Michigan at 12 and 3 as well at number 7 we have San Diego State at 15 and 0 uh, they're getting some love they moved up a bit in the polls at number 16 we have Butler at 14 and 1 uh, at number five, we have Auburn. They are at 14 and 0. At number four, we have Baylor. I believe they are 12 and 1 with a win last night or a couple days. Actually, 11 and 1. Uh, we have Kansas here at 11 and 2. Um, actually, scratch that for Kansas. I believe they had a game last night. Yes. So they are currently 12 and 2. And finally, at the number uh, two and one spots, at two we have Duke at 14 and 1. And of course, at number one that leaves Gonzaga. Uh, at sorry, Duke is. Yes, Duke is 14 and one and number one that leads to Gonzaga at 16 and one. Uh, some of the biggest risers in the polls so far, uh, we have Butler. They were able to move up four spots. Uh, they are currently 14 and one. They have five wins in a row. Of course, their last win was against uh, Creighton, 71 to 57. For Michigan State, they moved up seven spots in a row. Uh, seven spots, excuse me. Seven wins in a row for them, I believe. Uh, actually. Uh, they are at number eight right now. Last week they were at number four. So just about six spots, if I'm not mistaken. Six spots for Michigan State. Seven wins in a row for them. Uh, San Diego State made a big jump as well. Uh, of course, they are number seven last week. If I'm not mistaken, they were between 13 and 15. Uh, they are 15 and 0. Uh, the last uh, game, uh, they actually won one last night. Actually, that puts them... Um, Excuse me. They are still 15 and 0, but who did they beat last night? Uh, they ended up beating Wyoming last night in the easy game. So again, uh, San Diego's risen up as well. Uh, Florida State jumped up some spots as well. Uh, they uh, jumped from number 18 last week. They are currently 13 and 2 and are riding a, a six-game winning streak, uh, including a win at Louisville. Uh, some rapid fallers, of course. For one is Louisville. Uh, they are 11 and three. They dropped to number 13. They were number seven last week. Uh, they lost two in a row. Uh, moving on, uh, we got. Um 
excuse me, we got Villanova here as well. Last week they were number 10, of course. They are 16th now. They are 11 and 3 in their last games. They lost 67, sorry, 60 to 71 at Marquette. We also got Ohio State taking a significant drop as well. They were number five last week behind Oregon State. Uh, they are currently 11 and four with two losses in a row. Uh, one of those losses, uh, including, uh, will include a road loss, 57 and 61 at Wisconsin. We already talked about the loss that they had versus Maryland as well. At number 19, we have Michigan. Uh, they dropped significantly as well. Uh, they were 12, if I'm not mistaken, last week. 10 and four is their current record, and they are currently zero and three on the on the road and that is significant because uh pretty much every game in the tournament whether it be in the conference tournament uh, for the conference championship or even in the, the big time ncaa tournament they're going to be neutral site or games that are on the road pretty much on the road uh all of them so if you can't win on the road that's a significant that's that's a red flag you gotta be able to win on the road at number 21 we have memphis here they dropped a significant amount as well they are currently 12 and 2 and their last game was a loss 62 to 65 at georgia on saturday uh they do have a big game tonight actually against uh number 23 wichita state uh for for the, the few teams up next, things remain the same for them, which means they you know pretty much stayed in the same spot in the rankings. Or the drop or the rise was wasn't necessarily that significant. Uh, but the teams that remain the same, of course, are the top three. Uh, we have Gonzaga here; they've won eight in a row. We have Duke here; uh, they've won eight in a row officially. And of course, we have Kansas, who's won three in a row. So those two, those three teams have remained pretty much in the same spot. Up next, we have Auburn. I believe they remain the same since last week 13 and 0 uh, we also have uh of course the one two and three teams if i'm not mistaken um no actually no they do have a loss they all just have one loss at the moment uh but again they are on significant winning streaks uh, no, uh for number 15 dayton they've remained pretty much in the same spot as well at 13 and 2 they have a four game win streak to go for them uh texas tech has remained the same as well i'm a little bit surprised i thought they moved up at some point during the week they had an eight game winning streak going uh but they did lose uh last night uh to a unranked team we'll talk about that in just a little bit uh but they were riding the eight game winning streak and that included an 80 to 55 win versus oklahoma state in their conference so again Things remain the same for them, but I expect if they don't win uh, later on in the week, they are expecting them to drop. Uh might even drop out of rankings. Uh, at 18, we have Virginia. They pretty much stayed the same. Of course, they are 11 and 3. They recently taken a loss. So unless something changes for them, like a win or something like that, look for them to take another drop as well. At 24, we have Arizona. They pretty much remain the same. Uh, they were at 25, but they just hopped up one spot, I believe, at 24. The last game was a 75-47 to win versus Arizona State. A pretty much a blowout. I do believe that they have a win versus Oregon on their on their resume as well, which is keeping them within the top 25. Uh, number 17, West Virginia, has pretty much stayed the same as well. They are 12-2 and two with their last win coming at well, coming versus Oklahoma State, 55 to 41. I believe they have a big week of games, though. So we'll figure out what's going on with them by next week. Uh, at number 20, we have Penn State. They pretty much stayed the same as well, give or take a spot or two. They are still 12 and 2. Same thing with Wichita State. They've won seven in a row. They are 13 and 1. And of course, they have that game, a uh, pretty important game against Memphis this week as well. And um, let's move on to some scores from last night. First and foremost, we have number 10, Florida State, getting it done against Wake Forest. And some ACC action, uh, 78 to 68. 
Yes, there's a final score there. Florida State moves on to 14-2. Kansas State gets a pretty easy win against Iowa State, 79-53. Uh, Kansas is now 12-2. Iowa State is 7-7. Of course, Kansas is number three in the nation. Let's break down the stats in this one. For, the, for Kansas, they were led by guard Devin Dotson. He would have 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 5 of 6. Forward David McCormick would have 16 points and 7 rebounds. And guard Ochai Ogbaji would have 16 points, two, uh, two assists, and two rebounds. For Iowa State, they were led by guard Rasir Bolton. He would have 12, to, uh, 12 total points and two assists. And forward Michael Jacobson, he would have 10 points and three rebounds. Up next, we got number two Duke getting it done against Georgia Tech. Another easy win for them, 73 to 64 is the final score there. Up next, we have uh, Auburn getting it done against Vanderbilt. Yeah, so Auburn wins this one 83 to 79. Uh, they remain undefeated at 14 0. Vanderbilt drops to 8 and 6. Uh, let's break down the stats for this one as well. For Vanderbilt, they were led by guard Saban Lee. He would have 27 points off the bench. And also forward Aaron Neesmith would have 18 points and seven, uh, 7 rebounds. For Auburn, they were led by forward Isaac Okoro. He would have 23 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. Forward Anthony um, McLemore, he would have 14 points. And center Austin, Austin Wiley, he would have 18 points and 12 rebounds. And finally, the cap off the night uh we had like i said before number seven san diego state getting a 20 point victory over wyoming 72 to 52 was the final score there uh actually san diego state moves to 16 and 0 while wyoming drops to 5 and 12. uh for that for san diego state they were led by forward yanni wetzel he would have 17 points four rebounds and two assists and uh guard malachi flynn he would have 19 points four assists and three three rebounds for Wyoming, they were led by guard Hunter Maldonado. He would have 18 points, seven, seven rebounds, and two assists. And forward Hunter Thompson, he would have 15 points and five rebounds. Let's move on to the NBA and get through this pretty quickly today. Uh, we got uh, in the scores, uh, we got the Magic getting it done. Uh, pretty much a blowout here uh, against the Wizards, 123-89. to We also got the Celtics getting it done against, actually the Spurs getting it done against the Celtics, 129-114. to The Pacers blow out, the, sorry, the Heat blow out the Pacers, 122-108. to The Heat moved it 27-10 on the year. The Pacers are now 23-15. For the Heat, they were led by guard Tyler Hero. The rookie would have 19 points, 7 assists, and 2 assists coming off the bench. Forward Bam Adebayo would have 18 points, 9 rebounds, and 4 assists. And forward Duncan Robinson would have 17 points and 5 assists. For the centers, I'm sorry, for the Pacers, excuse me, they were led by Devontas, Devontas Sabonis. He would have 27 points, 14 rebounds, and also 6 assists. Guard Aaron Holiday would have 14 points and 5 assists. And his brother, Justin Holiday, would have 14 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists. If those names sound familiar, they are all the brother to Drew Holiday as well. They are related. That's what's up. They're all playing in the pros together. We got the Raptors getting the win in overtime against the Hornets, 112-110. to 110. I don't know why the Raptors get the overtime. Uh, the Nuggets uh, were able to beat out the Max, the Mavericks, excuse me, 107-106. to 106. The, Nug the Nuggets are now 26-11. The Mavericks are 23 Sorry, 25 to 14. Uh, for the Nuggets, they were led by center Nikola Jokic with 33 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds. For, uh, for Jeremy Grant would have 15 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. And guard Jamal Murray would have 14 points, 5 assists, and 3 rebounds. For the Mavericks, of course, they were led by Luka Doncic. He would have 27 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists. Uh, and center Dwight Powell would have 16 points, 8 rebounds, 
and uh, two assists. Moving on, we got the Rockets beating the Hawks 122 to 115. The Rockets are now 25 and 11. Uh, the Hawks are a paltry 8 and 30. That's, what, that's the way of the world. For the Rockets, they were led with 41 points by James Harden. He would have also had 10 assists to add to that and also 10 rebounds, triple-double from him. Uh, we also got Clint Capella getting 22 points and 22 rebounds. And guard Ben McLemore would have 18 points, 3 rebounds uh, off the bench. For the Hawks, Trey Young would have 42 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists. And for James Harden and Trey Young, they are both uh, the first pair of players to have triple-doubles with 40 points. How does that happen? They're just balling. And we also got uh, John Collins getting to the mix for the Hawks. He would have 17 points and 14 rebounds. Up next, we got the Pelicans beating the Bulls 123 to 108. We got the Jazz beating the Knicks 128 to 104. We got the Bucks beating out the, the sorry, we got the Bucks beating the Warriors out as well 107 to 98. Uh, let's look at the standings real quick. We're going to run through these real quick because not too much has changed. At number one, we have the bucket, the Bucks. I'm about say the Buccaneers but the Milwaukee Bucks are here the damn <laughs> at 33 and 6 they are 9 I'm sorry 8 and 2 in the last 10 so nothing's pretty nothing has changed for them still one of the best scoring teams in the, in the league one of the best defensive teams in the league in terms of uh, points allowed also I believe they're top three in defensive um Defensive rating and offensive rating as well, and I believe they are first in pace, meaning they get a whole they they lead the league in possessions. Um, we also got at number two the Heat here, 27 and 10. We mentioned them briefly before. They had a game, they had a win last night. They are just five games back in the East. They are eight and two in the last ten. They are 13th in scoring with a one, 111 points per game. They also 10th in offensive rating with 110.8, and they score at about 46.9. Uh, field goal percentage so not too bad they score pretty well of course we got Jimmy Butler there being a consummate leader uh, yes he's he's definitely and he's definitely impressed me with this year with his maturity and his leadership at number three we have the Celtics here at 25 and 10 at number four we have the, uh, the Raptors here at 25 and 13 they are seven and a half games back they are just five and five in their last 10 they are fourth in scoring defense however with just 104 uh, 105.1 points allowed a game, and they're leading. One of their leading scores right now is Pascal Siakam. He is uh, scoring at 25.1 points per game, at 48.6% for the field, so almost 50%. He also gets 8.6 rebounds as well. So, in lack of Kawhi, they got somebody there, a dynamic player in my opinion, and Pascal Siakam, and they've been doing all right. I don't think they win the Eastern Conference this year, or I don't think I don't think they at least finish the regular season with the with the best record. Uh, they might challenge in the playoffs. They might challenge in the playoffs, but with that being said, they got to get there, and uh, they will. But I think they'll be about a fourth or fifth seed when everything is said and done. Uh, we have the Sixers here at 24 and 14. Uh, we also have the, uh, the Pacers here at number six with, 20, with a 23 and 15 record. And around at the bottom in the Eastern Conference, we have the Magic and the Nets. The Magic are 18 and 12, 18 and 20, excuse me, and the Nets are 16 and 20. Uh, they've dropped off the face of the earth. They were at least within the six and seven range for the longest, uh, but they just, you know, without Kyrie, without, of course, they're not gonna have Kevin Durant this whole year. It's still been a struggle for these guys. They are 15 and a half games back. They are two and eight in their last 10, and they are 17th. Um, they are 17th in scoring with 109.6 points per game. Uh, let's move on to the Western Conference. Uh, we're gonna breeze through that as well. Of course, the Lakers are still on top. 30 and seven is their current record. They are six and four in the last 10. Um, 
definitely um, still one of the top teams in terms of stats. I don't have their stats right up in my face. I didn't go through all the teams, but you know we already know the Lakers are pretty dominated. One of the better uh, defensive teams this year, despite what people want to call out LeBron for not doing or who he's guarding. I don't think it matters if the team itself has a pretty high defensive rating, which they do. Uh, which they, they don't give up a whole lot of points. So they're one of the top scoring defenses, meaning they don't give up a whole lot of points a game. So again, y'all can nitpick at LeBron. Y'all can just try to single him out, but they are still first in the West. And you have to, again, all those arguments about LeBron and all this, that, and the other would have made sense to me if they were like fourth or fifth in the conference but they're first and they're first by you know a four game margin uh they've gone 64 in the last 10 so it doesn't look like you know they're struggling really to stay consistent if you're again uh my my view on if you want to see just how good a team is doing especially in baseball or basketball we have like a marathon type season a whole bunch of games look at the last 10 if you if you're constantly looking at their their last 10 games about every week or so if you're looking at a team that's constantly six and four in the last 10 or up maybe seven and three eight and two or even nine and one in the last 10 consistently you look at a team with a good record if you're looking at the last 10 and they're six and four or maybe uh five and five or lower four and six in the last 10 or three and seven in the last 10 and that's a consistent pattern look at their overall record it's trash uh the lakers have stayed relevant they stayed um they stayed at a playing at a high level uh despite uh the big news come out of there is i believe uh anthony davis will decline uh, his extension from the Lakers. So that's some news there. We don't know what the future holds, but as of right now, they're number one in the West. At number two, we have the Nuggets here. They are 26 and 11. They are four games back. They are 72 in the last 10. Michael Porter Jr. is coming alive. Uh, he's finally being healthy. Uh, he's definitely a good young, a good young threat to have to a team like that. You already got Nikola Jokic, who's gonna get you a double double every night, maybe even a triple double, just depending on how in tune he is in the game. You got the young guards, Jamal Murray. Um, I believe his name is Will Harris as well. You also got some good, you know, bench uh, bench death as well with Will Barton who can come off and score and get hot. So I like the Nuggets. They play very well defensively. If you look at their defensive stats, they're top as well. Um, you know, you just got to I mean, it, for the Western Conference, you know, you, you pretty much see everybody who's one through seven at least. I think they have a shot. Um, at, at at turning some heads in the playoff, at maybe even turning some heads still in the regular season. But we have a whole we have a while to go. We are in January, so we still got some things to be settled. At number three, we have the Rockets here at 25 and 11. They have not choked like I thought they would have. Uh, they still are in the mix. They have an opportunity to, to maybe even possibly win the West. I mean, Westbrook and Harden are still playing at high levels. My question is, though, with them, though, they play really great during the regular season, both of those guys. But I gotta see them. I gotta see them in the playoffs. Uh, you know, it sounds all good, and you know, twenty-five and eleven sounds good right now. And I know Houston is like, yeah, we're this, that, and the other. I y'all don't win in the playoffs, so we don't. I, honestly, I don't care about what Houston does. Whether they're, I don't care about what Houston does in the regular season. Football team, basketball team, baseball team. I'm not interested in what Houston does during the regular season. They always win in the regular season. My question is, can y'all win in the postseason? Whether that be the, the Texans, whether that be the Rockets, we know the Astros can. Not last, not this season though. But the Rockets don't do shit in the playoffs. The Texas don't normally do shit in the playoffs. So I'm more interested in seeing y'all win a playoff series as opposed to y'all just make it and y'all look good and y'all have these old great moments. Like I don't care about y'all scoring 40 points in the triple double. I don't care about that. I want to see y'all win a championship since that's what all y'all have to talk about. At number um four 
we have the Clippers. Now, the Clippers, everybody, you know, wanted to ride their coattails because, you know, Kawhi, they thought, you know, he was going to, you know, be a stick in LeBron's claw or craw. And, yeah, they might be 2-0 in the series. But, look, they are fourth in the conference, 26-12, and 12, four and a half games back because four in the last 10. There you go. Uh, they're fourth in scoring, however, with 115.8 points allowed a game. Oh, 115.8 points scored a game. Uh, their pace is at seven. Uh, they have a pace of 102.7. Uh, and then finally, they're fourth in offensive rating with 112.4. So they play pretty well offensively. Uh, they play pretty well defensively with, you know, Kawhi. But Kawhi don't play every game. Uh, he wants to, you know, play load management. I... I guess it's his call. He's the one with the championships. He's the one with the finals MVP. You know, does he have a regular season MVP? I don't know. Um, I think he does. But, you know, he's the MVP. It's his. He's the one making the money. And uh, if, if Ballmer and the guys, you know, his coaches are okay with him sitting out, I guess they're okay with him sitting out. Uh, me, personally, um, again, I, I get it. I You know, it's 82 games. I get, you know, the, the need for some rest. Uh, but I don't think I would do it as consistently as him. If I, you know, were to be as, you know, as capable as he is and all that with all the skills, I might take a couple games off right before the end of the season. Um, if I'm feeling down, like in terms of like an illness or something like that, I'll definitely take the time if I need to. Uh, but for the most part, I'm not looking for an excuse to sit out. Um, this is what we got paid for. This is what you've been in shape for to do all your life. But again, who am I to say? Maybe he's going to change the game and make it to the point. Maybe you can get away with that if you're top. But it's only gonna work if you're a top player anyways i mean imagine a fringe cat talking about you know a cat that they, they drafted in the second or third round and you know he averaged about maybe 10 12 points a game and he's like ah i'm gonna sit out today come on man he's liable to end up in a g league doing something like that so i mean i get it you know he's he's the number one player that they want to talk about they love him the nba loves him the media loves him so i guess he's gonna get away with stuff like that for now at number five we have the jazz here at 25 and 12 uh we have the mavericks here at number six oh, i'm sorry they are 23 and 14 now 25 and 15 excuse me i take that back and rounding out the bottom here in the west we have the uh the thunder here at 21 and 16 and the uh the spurs here at 16 and 20 uh the thunder are 21st in scoring with 108.8 uh points per game they are also 11th in defense with 107.4 points a game so they keep games relatively close i imagine that pace is about the middle of the road uh, they shoot pretty well uh chris paul is still uh playing at a high level to the point where he is being rumored to be in some type of trade talks i was coming across an article that maybe said houston was wrong for trading him uh houston did what they had to do to feel that they you know to, to win a title they're currently third in the conference so uh i think they made the right move there still regardless but uh chris paul has not been playing bad himself he's a leader he's a consummate leader and he does make his teammates better which is something that i can't really say why leonard does i don't know if he's the greatest leader he's a great overall individual player but i don't know if he's the type to make his whole squad better that's just me chris paul can definitely do that and that's why they're at least at least the thunder are at least in the playoff race all right y'all i'm gonna call it a wrap for today uh the rest of this week, uh, we have some major stuff to talk about. Well, yeah, I can say major stuff to talk about. Uh, we have some, the coaching carousel in the NFL to get you guys up to date on, of course. The the, uh, the Giants have made a head coach sign, and, of course, the Packers. I'm sorry. 
not the Packers, but the, the Cowboys have decided to go with Packers former coach Mike McCarthy. There's a lot of drama about the Rooney Rule, which uh, which refers to African American coaches. I do want to touch up on that as well. Uh, but the thing about it is, I don't want to you know overlap my ideas because of course I'm going to be doing a State of the Union address on the Cowboys and also the, the Browns as well. So I want to make sure uh, I get all that together. So I don't overlap notes and I'm not end up using the same points for you know both situations so look out for that uh that's gonna be coming in uh coming uh this week as well uh we have a few days left uh we also have of course you know a news update i'll probably have that for you guys for the weekend just to get you guys up to date on what's going on, on a national level international level uh any updates on the conflict with iran we'll be having those as well and of course we have college basketball we are in the midst of this season we got some nba stuff to go over as well and of course NFL playoffs. We got to get through that. So uh, this week we have the divisional matchups. I will be having a pre. I'll be doing some previews for that. So yeah, look out for those as well. Uh, and I'll probably put that out along with the um, the coaching carousel for the NFL as well. So look out for those two things that come out together. I'm gonna try to keep it cons uh, concise as possible. So uh, you know I'm not. I'm not up here all day. I don't know what everybody's attention span is like. It seems to me like the last episode people really liked. Uh, that was my top 10 uh, rankings for video game soundtrack. So I think depending on the subject, y'all willing to be y'all y'all be willing to listen to me for about an hour. But you know I don't want to keep y'all all day. Uh, about a 25, 20 to 30 minutes probably should be my max uh average episode just to be just to be real with you guys but it all depends on how how deep we get and you know and i'll keep i'll keep looking you know at the stats and what everybody's you know listening to and what they like um but i'm keeping y'all with with the solid with the solid information you know how i do all right y'all if y'all looking to get in touch with me you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com that is e-l-j butler b-u-t-l-e-r 75 at gmail.com once again that is lj butler at gmail.com e-l-j butler b-u-t-l-e-r 75 at gmail.com you can also hit me up on uh instagram and facebook as well at l jamah johnny that is e-l-j-a-m-a-h-a-d-j-a-n-i once again that is e-l-j-a m-a-h-a-d-j-a-n-i and also the facebook page for the show as well at never out of bounds i got links i got content if you are looking to make any type of donations i have links for my cash app and paypal there as well more importantly i'm looking for your interactions um thank you guys for giving me a listen i hope you guys have a good rest of your day if anybody hasn't told you yet i love you peace out one love and i'll highlight y'all guys later